Guess what? I'm on top of the liquor. I am the monkey in charge of bananas. What's my secret? This little device right here. I just take a little blow, and it tells me when it's time for a little top-up. Because when I first got this, I used to ride it around 0 0.20, which is fucking wasted, 24-7. But now, I leave it at 0 0.12, which is perfect. It's right in the fucking slot, just past the click. That wonderful moment, just like Julian. I'm sober enough to know what I'm doing, and I'm drunk enough to really enjoy doing it. Oh, look at that, 0 0.10. Time for a little drinky poo. Cheers, genitals. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are only those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Odenbeck. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello and welcome to the podcast, everybody in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stay safe out there, guys. That's all I got to say about that. And, and I don't know how you're listening to this podcast there, but congratulations and welcome to Serverless Thoughts. Uh, tonight, we're going to be doing yet another edition of <laughs> so uh to celebrate drunkards in history tonight we are drinking something fantabulous what is this alex it is a strawberry daiquiri now the strawberry daiquiri <clears throat> is a strawberry version of a daiquiri and it's over now um it is a, mm. at least the way we made it, is a frozen drink. Very delicious. Very good during the summertime. Uh, if you're playing the home game, uh, you can do it one of two ways. You can be like us and get a giant jug of Chi-Chi's strawberry daiquiri made with rum. Chi-Chi's? Dude, I buy their salsa. I didn't know they made daiquiri mix. Dude, they make all kinds of Dude, liquor mix. Side note, real quick. Do you remember Chi-Chi's? Like, it was a restaurant. Yeah. Like, yeah. they broke into the salsa and apparently the daiquiri game and just shut down all the... Oh, yeah. It's all it's all salsa and party mixes now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else? I mean, I know the Chi-Chi's by the house got in trouble because of, you know, like, health inspection. But whatever. That didn't mean all of them were. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Um, but so what we did was take the Chi-Chi's strawberry daiquiri mix throw it in some uh, ice throw it in a blender blended it boom we got it now if you want to make it from scratch the way i usually like to do it but we didn't have time this evening uh what you gonna do is take uh about four cups of strawberries if you want to get real fancy with it you use four cups of frozen strawberries um then you're going to dump that in with I'd say a couple cups of ice. Uh, you're going to have to add some sweetener to it and definitely something watery. Uh, about five ounces of simple syrup, so sugar water. Uh, then you're going to add about four ounces of light rum. Uh, you could probably notch that up a little bit. I'd say, what, like six, maybe eight? Let's go eight. Uh, let's double Ten. that down. And then uh, maybe ounces. do a juice of a lime just to add a little bit, of, little bit of acid to balance off all that sweetness. What exactly is light rum, though? It's... It's clear rum, basically. Just any kind of clear rum? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Could it be my Malibu? No, it's coconut rum. I, they would, I, See, all right. I don't think they would consider that a light rum, but it is a light rum. Or maybe it is. Now you're making me want to Google that. Um, is Malibu, because I would just consider that a flavored rum. Light rum's usually like Picardi. Picardi, it's it's not going to say Picardi light. It'll just be the clear Picardi. And then you got spiced rum like Captain Morgan or Sailor Jerry's. Mm, okay. So. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I'd I'd rather put. I think I want to do it and put put my uh, Malibu in it. Okay. Make it a California strawberry. It would probably taste pretty good. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. All right. Oh, it's hurting my teeth. It's so cold. Ooh, that's good. Man, I'm, I've been needing this. It's been so hot out. 
need some fancy, some bougie, some beach drinks. Well, I'm gonna get drunk, I'm gonna get right, be wilder than hell, just about midnight, where the grass is red, the moon shines white, yeah, I'm gonna get drunk, I'm gonna get thought of this was because my wife was like you know what i really fucking want to drink right now <laughs> and i was like what's that and she's like a strawberry daiquiri can you make me a strawberry daiquiri and i'm like do i look like alex <laughs> like, no i can't make you a strawberry da- do they make strawberry daiquiri mix so then i looked online sure enough fuck yeah, yeah. chi-chi's does yeah so get it chi-chi's to the liquor store i go yeah, honestly, all you really need is if you have like a crap ton of strawberries and like I said, crap ton of strawberries, ice, rum. Uh, I worked at a bar was like that. You can throw in some limes if you don't want it as sweet. But if you don't even have limes, I mean, whatever. Like, it, it, you could probably get away with not. I mean, most of these mixes are so sweet anyway. If I just, I really need a straw. Yeah. And mix this up with. Mmm. Mmm. All right. Well, if you don't know how this works, uh, Drunkards in History is Alex and I, if you're new to the game, will pick one person each and we'll, and they're a drunkard in history. Imagine that. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. And we'll basically give a little background, a little biography, uh, if you will, of our our drunkard in history. Our our badass drunken motherfucker that we're talking about. Our tip to the hat. Yeah. That's exactly what (laughs) it is. The soldiers that have came before us. It's a hero of ours (laughs) is what it is. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about, <coughs> excuse me, um, some of the past drunkards. A hero of ours, huh? What was the very first drunkard in history we did? I don't know. I don't remember. Who was it? 
Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like Hunter S. Thompson and Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're doing heroes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Drunkards in History is basically Hero Week. Yeah. For serverless thoughts. And I will go ahead and tell everybody, I am so sorry if I end up coughing. I will try to be good. I uh, was sick recently, and I've still had this lingering cough that just creeps up in my chest every so often but yeah yeah i was sick too recently it was fucking horrible i had diarrhea like crazy yeah i did not thank god i just like hacked up a lung but that was the only thing i had was diarrhea yeah like everybody else in the house had like was throwing up and was feeling like lethargic and yeah all that bullshit i had literally just diarrhea yeah i can handle that you just sit down you're like up oh, i gotta go and yeah. boom boom out and back it's still and it's still i still have it yeah i, I had <laughs> diarrhea this morning or not this morning around three o'clock today nice it was, i ate crackers is what happened mm. it's like peanut butter crackers wow my body said fuck you and i ran <laughs> ran pulled into this dude i pulled into this office building because i know they have a public restroom on the first floor and it was probably funny seeing a fucking big box truck peeling out into the parking lot slamming on its brakes and then dude just <laughs> get out and take off in a sprint to the it's an office building. Yeah. i mean there is nothing funnier seeing someone run and clinch at the same time yeah. And, you know, 30 minutes later, I come back out to my truck. Right. <laughs> I had a very important meeting, is what I... Yeah, yeah. That's what I tell guys at work all the time. I'm like, hey, uh, hold on, fellas. I got to go. Uh, I got to go ma- send a fax in the office. And they're like, we don't have a fax machine here. I'm like, all right, you're not getting what I'm saying. I got to go make an office call. And I really got a conference call. And I've really got to talk some things out. Right. I have an important Zoom meeting, right? And I need to be there yeah. now. Okay, I'm gonna crap my pants. <laughs> What's y'all drunkard in history? My drunkard is Richard Walter Jenkins. Who? <laughs> Richard Walker Jenkins, uh, better known as Richard Burton. Do you know who Richard Burton is? This is like this is his, definitely historical, and it's a little further back. But all the old, all the film heads should know this. But um, it's it's a little dated. I actually learned about this guy uh, while doing research for this. Is he uh, the guy from uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas? His dad. Uh oh, uh, no, but that was funny. Um, I've actually so in my head I've been quoting a movie and I said did it on this earlier, but I keep going hello, Mister Burton, um, from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah, yeah, hello, Mister Burton. Um, no, so Richard Burton, A.K.A. Rick or Dick, uh, that was his nickname. Uh, born Richard Walter Jenkins was a movie star basically in the <coughs> 50s, 60s, 70s. Uh, he was also married to Liz Taylor. Mm. Back when she was hot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. He was born November 10th, 1925. Uh, he was like one of over a dozen kids so they had like more than 12 kids uh to a poor coal miner who was also a alcoholic um and he basically uh his family thought he was the smartest one out of the dozen or so oh. and was like you need to do something <laughs> other than you know drinking coal mine and basically he was the hunter biden in the family yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what our president, Joe Biden, says that Hunter Biden is the smartest guy he knows. Oh, I did not know that. Um, you would thought he met like Elon Musk or somebody. But um, 
No, he means his crackhead son. Yeah. Um, hey, he knows where to find the good stuff, I guess. I don't know, man. That's uh, true. <laughs> he does. Um, street smarts. That's what it is. Street smarts. <laughs> I'm trying to like tie that around. Like, all right, how can I <laughs> 180 that? <laughs> he stole it right out of Miley Cyrus's backpack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh <laughs> so uh basically he was the smartest one at like like i said a dozen or so um he had a very weird childhood and i'm gonna get into what this guy does but essentially he was a movie star back in the day but uh what he had like this weird like family life where he had an older brother that was like 20 years older than him named i4 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 Okay. Um, and he was born. Is in, that? Huh? That sounds like an Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I4, get here. I know, but I, I don't think it's spelled like, uh, I got to be honest, I put it in my notes, literally I-4. Yeah. But it's it's like Igor, but oh, okay. E4. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, E4. Um, but he was born in, from the UK in Wales. Um and they wanted to give him an opportunity. Well, his older brother helped basically to get him adopted. Basically go, you have a great opportunity here. You're the smartest one out of us. Like, basically, and I-4 was basically kind of like his father figure, taking care of, like, you know, the home life while his dad was, like, working. So he basically got him adopted to this teacher who would allow him the opportunities to, like, progress and do other things, oh, okay. which he actually ended up doing. That's In his teens, he started doing, like, light acting and stuff like that and actually getting, uh, like, opportunities that he wouldn't necessarily have and actually getting a good education. So he ends up going... Uh, he actually ends up getting... Uh, as most people do in their little hometown, he ends up getting a wife. I think even having kids, and then he goes, "No, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be famous," and basically leaves them behind and goes to Hollywood. As one does, as one does, right? Yeah. You just get up, like, "Oh, I got wife and kids, whatever." Boom, I'm gonna be famous. Uh, it takes sacrifice to be that famous. It does, you know. You know uh, I will be famous one day, <laughs> right? Um, so he goes to Hollywood. Uh, he starts doing like live stage performances. Uh, I think the one that actually got hit their attention was Hamlet. I believe it was, and that was like. He did at the Ross. I remember that. Uh, I don't have necessarily that in all my notes, but uh, I remember them saying that he did Hamlet at the Ross and some other ones, and that's actually where like people of Hollywood started noticing him, and he started getting in movies, um, and then he started kind of like progressing through the stages of m- moviehood, right? Now all this time, like he is, he's he's considered a drinker. But he's not hitting his stride just yet. Mm, okay. Um, okay. But they said um, during stage performances, so um, that he would st- uh, basically drink through the whole performance, like you know, like with a like live stage act, like you know, you you're on stage, you do your lines, you come off stage, you might do like a you know, like change your. You know, they'll change the background. You'll change what you're wearing. Uh, right, right. Not, not a uniform. What is it? Costume change. Costume change, yeah. Um, and he would go back there and just start slamming shit, right? Uh, now, I don't know if this was early on or if this was in the heyday, but in uh, his live performances, uh, they said that he could put away a half gallon of cognac mm. or 100 proof vodka during a live performance on stage. How much? A half gallon? A half gallon. Of hundred proof vodka or cognac. Fuck, dude. Tempest. He performed at the Tempest, not the Ross. Um, mm. Or he performed Tempest. Sorry. So this dude is putting away massive amount of alcohol. Yeah. And they said part of that, like, so here's something interesting about this guy. He kept notebooks little notebooks that he would write his like own thoughts and memoirs in and he did it his like whole life essentially and no one knew he did this until he passed away and then his wife who was like a writer 
uh, end up giving him and like basically writing a biography about the guy. <laughs> you know what happened was what she wrote. She's a fucking writer. She wrote that shit, saying that it was his. That's not bad. And then made a shit ton of money off of it. Or he did the work and she made the money. Like this guy's been writing in this shit the whole time. Because I did hear somewhere that he was a kind of pretty good writer, um, but. Uh, you know, if he has all these books and he's famous, like you, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You just take it. Just hey, copy paste this shit. Right. Send me the check. Right. 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 Um. So that was kind of fast forwarding, but I just want to kind of give you a glimpse wow. of like. Uh. So yeah. So this guy, he's starting to get in movies. You know. Um. He. Um. So his first wife was Symbol, Sybil, Christopher. Yeah, Christopher uh, Sybil. And I'm gonna give you some. He of sounds the, like a nice guy. Well, it, that was his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, ah, I'm not. I'm getting out of this town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, which I'm sure it happens. Uh, and sometimes, you know, if you do get left behind, sometimes it's nice to know that they didn't make it. Uh, that they are and will always be a piece of crap out in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a nice sentiment. Alex. I know. Well, I'm just saying, such like, a beautiful sentiment. If if you get left with the kids because they're like, I'm better than this, and I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> if I'm that woman or man, I pray. They fall flat on their fucking face. I like. I hope. I hope you don't do shit. Cause I'm a petty ass bitch, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you said it was nice to know that he made it big. No, I was kidding. Oh, so he didn't actually make it. No, big? he made it big. No, oh. well, I was <laughs> facetious. Is that the word I'm looking for? I was jokingly going like, I guess it's like being her. Like, well, at least she knows that. He might have left me with the kids, but it's nice to see that he's famous, running, gallivanting around Hollywood. Um, yeah, yeah. So I know. So now I know that you're being facetious, but it just makes it sound like <laughs> <laughs> makes it sound like you're telling these poor women when, when, they, when they get left, when they get left at home with the kids. Just be happy to know that he's doing something good somewhere else. He's doing this for him. Uh, no. Just just be happy knowing that he's happy somewhere else. Right. I mean, isn't that the whole thing? If you love something so much, you can let it go? Is, that, right. is that what that is? Uh, no. I also just said, too, I was like, if that was me, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, you better fucking fail. Oh, I hope you end up in a gutter somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, so his <laughs> his first um, <laughs> now, now all I can imagine is you you're dating this girl and she's like, Alex, I'm leaving and I'm going to LA. And you're like, Oh, I don't know if I can do a long distance relationship and she's like, Well, we're not doing a long distance relationship. I'm going to LA and I'm gonna make it big. And then next thing you know, like Six months later, you see this news article about how this porn star, <laughs> this B-rated porn star, yeah. was found in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> her body was found in a ditch somewhere. Oh, yeah. And you're like, good for her. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she made it. <laughs> glad she made it to LA. Yeah. Yeah. She just stayed here. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I'm really not that pity. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, I'm just saying it would hurt and I would have a reaction that, uh, with just me saying my feelings, uh, and I, but I'd always want the best for them. Uh, <laughs> even if I would cry and watch some of her movies, it's oh. fine. Uh, actually, <laughs> did I ever tell you my cousin? Like, if you had an ex that did porn, would you watch her porn movies? Why not? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I would watch it to like crank one out. I'd just be like, "All right, 
I gotta see this thing. Like, all right, let's let's see. Like, out of curiosity, of like, hold on. What if you had? What if you're currently dating a girl and you found out that she used to do porn? Would oh. you then go and look up her old porn videos? See, that's a different whole entire <laughs> situation. Because now you're going like, you know, it's like. You know when like you're young and dumb and you always gonna go like how many people have you been with and then like you get older and you're like I don't care uh, because if it's more than me it, it might bug me if it's not then whatever like I don't know um, you know it, it's kind of like that but with that it's like I can like I can see. I don't know it, it, you know it's also like if you're with them now and they're like miss betty homemaker or something and then you flip on a thing and she's in a fucking bukkake circle you're like ah damn um she's in a bbc video <laughs> bbc bukkake bbc bang gang <laughs> the bang bus uh dude yeah yeah <laughs> so how would that, how would you feel about that well if i didn't know like she didn't tell me beforehand because I feel like that's something you gotta come up front with. You gotta be like, "Look, I spent a little stint in the adult industry." Oh yeah, like if totally, like if your cousin after the family get together like texts you like <laughs> a fucking link to her video, yeah, like, like like look who that is. Yeah. By the way, so I was sitting across from reading mashed potatoes, and all of a sudden I went, "I know exactly where I know you from." <laughs> um, check out this one. It's called Backdoor Sluts Nine. Uh, <laughs> and then you're just like, holy shit, I didn't even know she could do that. Uh, yeah. And then you get real insecure because it was, it's porn penises. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm not packing any heat like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, well, I guess she likes me for me. And then, yeah, that's yeah. how you remedy that situation. Yeah, and you go, right. what about this? Does anyone else know? I don't know. I feel like that's something that would definitely, man. There, there's a lot of layers to that question. <laughs> the more I sit here and think about it, because it's not just like how you would feel. It's then you also have to deal with the the intermediate the intermediate society in the social circles you're in. Oh, because yeah. I guarantee you, if like if, if Joe Random was flipping through Pornhub and saw your wife, and then I'm going to guarantee that some other dudes, you know, like you go out for a dinner date with like four other couples. I guarantee you one of the dudes at the table is like, mm, hey, honey, was it that chick we were watching the other day? Uh, like, oh, yeah. Or just some random fucking dude comes up to you at the I'm restaurant. a big fan of your work. Yeah. Like, can I get your autograph? <laughs> then everyone's like, what did you do? And you're like, <laughs> Well, uh, you're sitting at, sitting at the table with your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I had sex with more people in an hour period, dressed as a panda bear, than anyone else in the world. You're yeah. like, ah, damn. You could have just said you had a world record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did you have to go that deep? Well, well. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, man, that is a layered question. See, I, like surprise. I there there'd be so many emotions because I mean, who? It just it. I don't. And I the, the other thing is I don't know why. Because like, does it really matter at the end of the day if you if you like them, they like you, whatever? But it would be the hard part. Wouldn't be you all. I think it would be a society. Like if you were cool with it, it would be like, you know, eventually everyone's gonna hear about it and be like. You know, you got uncles or aunts or mom and dad. They'll be like, uh, uh, "Do you think they're the healthiest thing for you?" They, you know, they try to tiptoe around yeah. like what they're really trying to say. Like, oh, yeah. is, is that really maybe the best choice for you? Not saying it's bad. Just saying, is it the best that you could right. do? Ha ha ha! Like you know, right? We didn't see this for you, son. <laughs> right. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know if I said this on here, but I swear I, I actually had a, a cousin one time tell me that he was watching a um, a, a porn flick and 
he recognized one of the girls. Like he had talked to her. I don't know. I think they went on a couple dates or something. Nothing made. Like, I don't think they hooked up or anything. But he was like, I, uh, like we went on a couple dates. We went on this. She was like from a different county, and uh, and then he was just. I think we were uh, like. I, pretty sure we were living together at the time but he like called me and he goes hey man come in here i'm like what he goes you know who this is and i'm like and it was like bang bros or something like that she's like her and like two dudes and i'm just like i have no idea who that is he goes man i used to date the chick back in the day i'm like holy shit like that's a wild thing to think about yeah 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 then he's like can you please leave the room (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i got you do you think yeah can you get out of here, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, if I had dated somebody and then we broke up and then she was in porn, I don't think I could jerk off to her, to her videos. Yeah. I think it would be too weird to me. Yeah. I'm not one for really jerking off to porn anyways, but it's just, it would just be like, uh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, like especially like an ex. You're just, uh, I don't know. It's it it would be kind of weird because it's. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. Like it. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. Like there there is a kind of weird. Now, if I was dating somebody, because the other way we were talking about, if I was dating somebody and then I found out that they did porn in the past, honestly, it depends on how long I was with them before I found out. Right. If it was brand new and they're like, by the way, I was in Backdoor Sluts 9 or whatever you yeah, said. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. So this is probably because I'm, cause I'm kind of shallow when I first start talking to somebody. Yeah. Well, I think most people are. It's You get the. <laughs> right. But once I catch feelings and then like yeah. if I'm, if I done fell in love with this girl. Yeah. And then she's like, by the way, I had. Uh, five black dudes at once on video and it's on Pornhub. Yeah. And there's probably 27 other yeah. videos. You know the girl on the couch? <laughs> That's me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, shit. Then I would be like, well, this sucks. But yeah. I mean, at that point, there's nothing I can. I mean, I'm not going to stop dating you because of the. Right. Yeah, I, that's that's the difficult part of that situation. But I'm also probably not going to look. I'm definitely not going to look it up the videos either. Yeah, right. And I'm definitely not telling any of my friends either. Right. You'll just let nature take its course. Just pray to God she's not the the advertisement blip on the top of the screen. Right. Because <laughs> she couldn't have been that famous if she's dating me. Right. True. <laughs> True. Hey, touche. Um <laughs> no offense, but I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they do make some money. Um, right. Yeah, that would. Uh, it's a real quick stint. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, dude, I, you were making me think of uh, that joke from, uh, I think it was like uh, How I Met Your Mother. And it was like, uh, I don't remember this dude's name, the main character, dude. Uh, he like met some girl. She goes, I just want you to know I was in the adult industry. He goes, oh, okay. How long? She was like, oh, just a month. And he goes, oh, okay. What was that, like one or two videos? She was like, 127. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, because they, they do, man. Like I've, I feel like I've watched uh, like back in the day on like HBO, they had like real sex and um, like the behind the scenes, like where they actually talk about the industry. And you're like, why? Like, um, Actually, I remember hearing this on a different podcast on your mom's house podcast or Two Bears Cave or whatever. They were talking about uh, Andrea Chechik, and then she was. Uh, it, it was this is this is like Inception. I'm about to do to you all. So it was uh, Two Bears One Cave was talking about her podcast where she was talking about uh, her schedule for the week, and it was like, all right, so I'm gonna have a. a Two like guy guy girl on Wednesday, then I'm gonna have a boy girl um, scene on Friday, and then I'm gonna do double anal on Saturday, and then I'm gonna have a gangbang on Sunday, and then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna have two video shoots on Monday, and they're just like holy shit, like it is a it's literally a nine to five of yeah. getting plowed and rammed. <laughs> 
That's fucked. Right. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean, it's a way to make money. Um, I'm on I'm on a need someone to hold me down. I'm on a need someone to care. I'm on a rise and shake my body. I start cooling out my hair. I'm on a cover myself with the ashes of you. And nobody's gonna give a damn. Son of a bitch! So Richard Burton. So, so Richard Burton. Some of the things Richard Burton started off with. Uh, so the first one that says here on IMDb is The Corn is Green TV movie. You've seen that one, right? No. Nope. 1946. Uh, <laughs> there is something called the uh, Her Pinnell Door. Uh, My Cousin Rachel, The Robe, Sea Wife. I'm just a Midsummer's Night Dream. Uh, Look Back Anger, The Tempest. Yeah, that was the TV movie he was in. Um, but yeah, so he's been in quite a few movies. Uh, 
So you might be wondering, well, why is he on Drunkards of History other than just getting shit-faced and talking about, um, you know, getting shit-faced and doing Hamlet on stage? Well, yeah. Alex, why is he one of your heroes? <laughs> I don't know. If he's, well, the fact the man could drink as much as he could and he didn't die sooner. That's kind of impressive, I gotta say. I mean, the fact he drank a half gallon of cognac uh, or 100 proof vodka during a live performance and didn't face him at all. Um, Was he playing a drunk, though, in the performance? It's funny you say that. So I I will actually get to that here in a second. Um, So I do want to tell you, he is, after he left, he did get married to Liz Taylor, 1964. and he actually he's a cute guy yeah i mean um he definitely he had like a i don't know how to put it like he had this like raspy voice he didn't have the batman voice but he definitely had like a raspy voice but he knew how to use it yeah and uh he was a fairly good looking dude uh definitely a classic uh, i guess hollywood type uh like he would have hung out with the rat pack right uh yeah probably would have drank him under the table but um he definitely, like, if, if you go ask your grandma, if you, she'd probably go, oh, he was the hot stuff back then. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, okay. Especially, like, in his younger days. So, the big movies he was in was um, Cleopatra, which is actually where um, him and Liz Taylor first started to kind of work together. Not the first time they met, actually. They actually met at a party years before when she was 21, and he thought she was hot, and she basically thought he was crass. It was like, he's just an a-hole. Um, Damn. Which, okay. from what I've heard, he, you know, big heavy drinker, was very crass, a little crude at times, yeah. but... Um, he would have been a great guest on Soberless Thoughts. Basically, yeah, he would. He'd be iconic. Uh, but Cleopatra's right where they actually met, or they started working together for the first time. So big movie, Cleopatra, um, and they started having like this on-screen love affair. On top of the fact, at the time that she was actually married to a guy, um, and they actually ended up hanging out afterwards. And there was actually this uh, story told that her husband at the time uh, called her their house while he was away, and uh, Richard Burton ended up answering the phone. Okay. He's like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. How's it going? No, I just me and, some, me and four fellows are just hanging out here making a movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> um so him and him and uh so Liz basically broke up with him. I think the guy was named Eddie. Um he was a musician who actually ended up ODN. Um oh, what was the guy's name? Eddie Eddie Izzard, no, uh Eddie Van Halen. Van Halen. Um Eddie Money. <laughs> Eddie Money. <laughs> um Eddie Fisher was the guy's name. He was a singer. Um, so they end up breaking up and then, you know, years later he ended up OD and could have been caused by that. Don't know. Maybe so. Um, but, uh, their love affair was very, I don't know how else to put it, but it was kind of toxic. Uh, and their whole love affair was very like scandalous. So like he's a huge drinker. She's a huge drinker. Right. And they said they like, they would get in arguments or they would have like a scandal that would be all over Hollywood. And then they would play into it and like basically fuck with the reporters intentionally and had a great time doing it. Or so they said, I don't know if this is true or not, but sometimes they'd have these giant verbal arguments in the middle of public just to get everyone's attention. But it was like they said it was our own version of doing like a vocal exercise just to see how if we could get people's attention and then everyone would focus on them. Yeah. So that because any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. Uh, now, some people say it's also that's partly true, but also they we're so damn you know they're drunk they're you, you ever have that couple friends that were like they're a couple but man when they got drunk they just like fought like cat and dogs yeah yeah 
we were like, ah, damn, you all should never drink around each other because you. Oh all, no, I was in that relationship. Yeah, you just say snarky shit to each other, yeah. and then it just builds all night. And the next thing you know, you're screaming at each other in a right. Wendy's parking lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I say you are a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> um. So I'll tell you some of the craziest shit. So, uh, have you seen that movie, The Klansman? No. Yeah, okay. He was so shit-faced during this whole movie. Most, uh, almost all of his scenes, he's either sitting down or lying down because he couldn't stand up. Damn. So, like, he's driving a car, shit-faced. He's doing this, he's sitting down. Uh, some of the other movies, he's like bigger movies, uh, Life in the Future, or 1984, Life in the Future. There's a crazy one if you want to watch that one. Uh, Night of the Iguana. Uh, and then obviously Cleopatra. And there's another one he got a lot of accreditation for was Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Uh, by the way, him and Liz Taylor starred in like 11 movies together. FYI. Oh, okay. There was a director too. Here's a story for you about the guy. Um, there was a director that told him like, you got to stop drinking. He's like, you're not allowed to drink on my movie set. And uh, Richard uh, Burton goes, I'm not drinking, which meant he was only drinking one bottle of vodka. (laughs) And in interviews, he's he's like, I'm fucking sober. Yeah. Basically, he went on interviews and said, like, I, if I drink one bottle of vodka, I'm sober. He was like, if I drink two, it means I'm starting to drink. And he goes, if I'm actually drinking, I'm going to drink more than that. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That would put most of us in a hospital. Oh, yeah. Um, and here's the crazy, here's a little conspiracy for all this. So this is one reason why he drank so heavily, right? Uh, you know, a lot of that shit stems from emotional um, things and stuff like that. So him and his brother, I-4, uh, had a, like, he had a little resentment towards I-4, basically putting up him up for adoption, like, because it essentially made him estranged from his family. Even though it was like something that was like, this is going to be good for you, but it's basically like pushing him away to like make something out of himself. And it was like hard for him to deal with. So him and I, Iota for, I for, had like this weird relationship where they didn't really talk. And then they finally had this reunion and they got together and they ended up hanging out. And they ended up drinking nearly 20 bottles of wine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just the two of them, right? So you got probably two hard-ass heavy-hidden alcoholics, oh, right? Yeah. Um, and they ended up, like, it started off all happy and nice. And then all of a sudden, um, oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot to mention this part. So they got together because... Richard Burton's adopted father had committed suicide and they went to the funeral and that kind of brought them together in the same area. So they decided to meet up and hang out. So they're there because of a sad reason. They end up drinking. They start off having a great time. Yada, yada. Um, then I guess open wounds and booze and everything else. And apparently Richard Burton did have a like short temper. Um, they ended up, like getting shit faced and then somehow accounts say that his brother I4 fell down some stairs and ended up being paralyzed from it damn that sucks and within a year he passed away now both brothers said it was an accident well it could have been they drank a lot right yeah I mean yeah like obviously like Richard is a heavy alcoholic who can definitely put his booze away like he can like hold his liquor obviously right if his brother isn't as uh, as equipped because that also takes a lot of money to drink like that all the time oh yeah if you're not as rich as like hollywood star you gotta think like maybe he's beyond his own capabilities ends up falling down the stairs but a lot of uh conspiracy theorists think that richard burton pushed his brother down the stairs because they got in a fight they think it was a drunken brawl over emotions and whatever. Richard pushed him down the stairs. He fell. He broke his back. 
Are there any witnesses that say that they were fighting that night? Um, no, they just know that Richard Burton had an explosive personality when he was drinking. Uh, yeah, so it could have been. Right, right. But it, that was the other thing. They they both are shit-faced, they, but no one really knows because no one else was there. But it, right. the, the conspiracy theory is that uh, Richard pushed him down and Iota Force covering up for him to once again... Uh, protect his brother. Right, right. It was a gin. Yeah. <laughs> I, that took me a second. I was like, but yeah. So uh, after that moment, after his brother ended up getting paralyzed and then soon dying, that's when he actually started to drink uh, like two bottles of vodka. He drank at least a bottle of vodka a day on a light day. Two, if he's really trying to push it. Mm. He also smoked five pack of cigarettes a day. Five packs of cigarettes. Five packs of cigarettes. Um, I mean, this dude was getting it in. Uh, also, uh, just for the wise, if you end up looking all this stuff up on YouTube, you will get a lot of commercials about uh, AA and alcohol abuse. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and warn you because like it's hit me just now. I was like, I guess I did see a lot of those commercials as I'm looking up, like this guy like drinking a shit ton. So if you need help, call somebody. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, man. And because we mentioned uh, because we mentioned suicide, we just need to go ahead and give the suicide prevention hotline, <laughs> which is one eight hundred two seven three. Eight two five five. Yeah. Um, I also forgot this. So I4, the reason they got could have gotten a fight is because I4 judged his brother for leaving his first wife and kids behind to go to Hollywood. Judgy. Judgy? Judgy. Judgy. Like just being shitty towards him because, you know, like, why would you do that? She was a good woman and those kids and yeah. yeah. Um, but like I said, both brothers said it was... It was an accident. Nah. Uh, we was just fucking around. Yeah, right. Um, so. He said, I bet you can't slide down the steps. Right. Um, <laughs> he said, what, on my back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was actually around the time, too. The other reason he got to fight, him and Liz Taylor were actually uh, in the midst of a divorce. <laughs> was that the original hold my beer? <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll go down my back. You ride my front. This is going to be awesome. Someone get the still camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, that was right around when him and Liz were breaking up. Uh, and that's this is actually where he was really cranking out booze, just boom, boom, knocking it down. Um, was he still doing movies at this time? Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, uh, I think this was 1969. Um, and he definitely did movies all the way up till uh, eighty four, uh, or different appearances, TV series, stuff like that. Seventy eight. So yeah, he, uh, yeah, the Klansman. That was nineteen seventy four. So yeah, that was actually right after this whole incident because this incident, I think, I think I've kind of messed up the timeline here, but this incident happened first, and this is what spiraled him into drinking that much because he just felt so bad about it. So he was just like, boom, 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 drink, 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 smoke, 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 drink and smoke and smoke and drink. And then so like if you watch the, he had to sit down the whole time, Um, which I mean, it's a good gig if you can get it, Uh, sit down and record me. Right, right. Um, So um, that's why a lot of people go into voice acting. (laughs) Right. Uh, He would be amazing at it. He actually did. So. Just to give you his love life. So he left the one lady. He was with Liz Taylor. They end up getting divorced. And then they end up getting back together. And then they got another divorce. Oh, okay. And then he ended up marrying, uh, I think, a model named Susie Miller for a little bit. And then they got a divorce. And then he ended up meeting a woman named Sally Burton. Or that's inevitably was her name, Sally. uh, Who they ended up getting married until his inevitable death. In uh, 1984, August 5th, 1984. Um, so you made movies all the way up till he died? Basically. Well, movies, TV appearances, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
he drank so much that he got cirrhosis of the liver and kidney disease. But what actually ended up killing him was a cerebral hemorrhage. Mm. And part of the reason I wanted to... It's a great way to go out, actually. Yeah, it's quick. It's a top. That's the top of my list. Yeah, but that is, uh, like I said, this guy. Oh, I'm sorry. The, I forgot about this one movie. Who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? He was. I don't know if he got a Academy Award or whatever. He got a lot of like a lot of people love this role because he played a drunk. Oh yeah, and he did it so well. Yeah, so well. <laughs> uh, and. There was actually, every time I've looked up stories about this guy drinking, they keep putting that one on there, and it keeps saying, like, kung, drunken kung fu. And it's basically, there's scenes of him, like, fighting some guy. Actually, maybe it was the one from The Klansman, because it's him wearing, like, a sweater or something. But it's basically some guy, um, the scene is, like, some guy talking shit to this uh, woman, uh, basically. Uh, obviously, he's, like, a piece of shit, giving her shit, I guess, uh and he tries to protect her Burton does and he like does this weird like Steven Seagal like karate chop where he's like ha and the guy's like and then he just drunkenly like swings his arm over (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like and now that you know the guy's shit face you're like I totally see it like if I got shit face and someone had a camera it was like alright show me what Show me a kung fu fighting style and be like, all right, I got this. <sighs> like, it would just be horrific. Um, <laughs> oh, I know I saw a Bruce yeah. Lee movie once. Man. But yeah. So yeah, I think that was the Klansman that keeps seeing those drunken fight clips. But yeah, uh, apparently in The Wolf, uh, Virginia Wolf, he played a drunken professor and everyone thought he was amazing at it. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, but yeah, so he. He did get sober for a couple years right before he died, and then he said, fuck it, and kept drinking. Yeah. Pretty sure. As any hero does. Yeah, and then his wife ended up taking all the little notebooks and making a biography about the guy. That was Sally. Sally, um, who I believe was a writer. And part of the reason I wanted to do him as a drunkards in history is because I got fascinated with Liz Taylor doing the research i'm like i'm gonna do him first so maybe on the next one i'll do liz taylor oh okay because she's a wild one too yeah yeah then you also gotta think for this era that's pretty damn wild like he's partying fucking hard oh, uh, also uh, to end on one story this is this one's crazy and sad all at the same time this is how bad this dude drank uh they were at a an event where uh, they basically were in this big hall and there were speeches given and all the Hollywood press was there and all this and basically this uh, it was Liz Taylor uh, Richard Burton and this guy who was part of the press and like friends with them and uh, like two or three other people and they're all sitting there and they're like uh, basically Richard's like hey go uh, bring me a drink and the server's like, I'm sorry, I can't because California law says, like, we have to stop. I can't give you any more booze. He's like, but if you want, I can have a bottle of liquor sent to your room and you can have that. And he goes, okay. He goes, so send, he goes, send that to my room. And he turned and looked at the other guy at the table. And he goes, hey, go to that room and bring me that bottle. <laughs> and then the waiter's like, sir, we can't do that. And then he got really mad and he looked around he noticed all these waiters and servers just like picking up dishes and stuff and he goes he goes look at that we're in a room full of liquor and he gets up and he starts going to every table and just slamming whatever liquor is on the table like he was slamming shots of bourbon vodka champagne beer just boom 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 walking around clearing a ballroom of liquor Oh, that's disgusting. I know. <laughs> now, granted, this is like, you know, 50s, 60s. They're like, ah, pff. what's What's COVID? Like, what's, what's, yeah. uh, uh, what's monkeypox? Like, what's, <laughs> what's a disease? We don't know what those are around now. Yeah. Just yeah. 
Everybody's clean back then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Except sailors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was uh that was Richard Burton. Richard Burton. So, so do yourself a favor, go out. His movies are awesome. You know, they they seem to do be very uh, Cleopatra, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have I ever seen it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Dude, it's long as shit. It's super long. Uh, it's three weeks long. Yeah, basically. It seems <laughs> like it. Uh, you're going to need a drink to watch that one. So yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Cleopatra is 13 drinks. <laughs> Probably. Well, you know what? If you want to find more about Richard Burton. Mr. Burton. Mr. Burton. Tim's daddy. <laughs> Uh, did he have any kids? Yeah, he had some back in Wales. Um, all the two kids that he left, or however many, yeah, however many was. Uh, that's the weird thing. I got all these stories about the guy, but no, like I didn't. I could have dove deeper, but I was like, no one seems to talk about his kids. So I'm like, all right, let's just talk about this guy. Yeah, they're they're probably our age. Yeah. Fuck, they're older than us now. Why? Well, if he died in 84... Oh, by the way, he died at the age of, like, 58, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean... Oh, so he had the kids when he was, like, in his 20s or something. Right. Huh? Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I was going to say, they're, like, uh, probably 60s, uh, 50s. Uh, I think he was born in 25, so... Uh, oh yeah oh yeah they're older than us. yeah they're like our parents oh. age oh yeah his grandkids might oh be our age. yeah 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 we had, we'll get his grandson on here yeah like can you drink as much as granddaddy yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say i don't know yeah right tell us what you think at soberless thoughts at gmail.com mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can find us on social media uh where we have all of our social medias at Soberless Thoughts or on Twitter at Think Soberless or you can listen to the podcast on all the podcatchers out there that catch podcasts. Just search Soberless Thoughts. What we need you to do, though, is to rank, review, and share the podcast with as many people as humanly possible. That's how we get our bad publicity out there is by word of mouth. So do that for us and we'll do something for you. And what we're going to do for you. And if you're still listening to this podcast right now and you're and you, cause most people turn it off at this point when we start talking about our social medias, uh, that's when time. it's click and they don't even hear like the song at the end or any of that shit. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you're still listening now, if you like, no, no, no. If you, we got to make it more difficult. If you rate, review, and share the podcast rate review and share and take screenshots of you rating reviewing and sharing the podcast and then you email those screenshots to soberless thoughts at gmail.com we will enter you into a prize winning contest where you could win a prize and that prize is an unopened bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon. I don't know if we can legally do that. <laughs> but yeah, keep going. <laughs> as, long, as well as other Soberless Thoughts merchandise. That is currently not even for sale, but we just have it laying around the studio ready for you. So, so, so once again, once again, you rate, review, and share the podcast. You take screenshots of you doing all that, and then you email those screenshots to 
soberlessthoughts at gmail.com and then you will be entered into the contest to win an unopened bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon. It's a decent size, but it's not the largest bottle. No. It's the second largest bottle. What yeah. is that called? It's a fifth. Fifth, yeah. If we legally can. A uh, fifth. A fifth of Buffalo Trace. Because I have multiple fifths just laying around the studio here. Of Buffalo Trace. As well as other random Soberless Thoughts merchandise that is currently not even for sale, but that we also have laying around. All packaged together, hopefully not broken by the time it gets to you. So do that, email us that, and you'll be entered into the contest. And this is going to last all the way up until Halloween. So all summer long. All summer long. You have a chance. You have a chance to win this contest. Yep. And we're going to, what we're, how we're going to decide who the winner is, is the best review. The best review that somebody wrote out as a review. Like whatever fucking just cracks us up. Right. That's going to be the winner. That's going to be the winner. Make them good. Make them good. That's what we said when we got here. We like to say, when you're in that skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, flip on out. Yeah.